Here we are. Yeah, we did a thing. Welcome to Bingo. Look, Look at us making a podcast. Welcome to Bingo Banga Bola Banga Bola Bingo Banga Bingo Banga Bola Bola Yes, that's what it is. Yes. There might have been one too many bulls in there. But welcome to Bingo Banga Bola Bola. Um, this will be our podcast about Counter Strike. Really yeah, today we're going to be we're going to be discussing all things Gunther's Strike Force. Gunther's Strike Force. Yep. All right, let's 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 begin. We've got we've got some topics we want to go over. All right. First thing, numero uno. Dreamhack showdown happened this past weekend for North America, and the European Dreamhack showdown happened 2 weekends ago. Now you watched this. I did. I watched this. If you weren't watching it, you're what dumb. were you doing? <laughs> yeah, there, there's no other Counter Strike on. What else were you going to watch? Even if there was other Counter Strike yeah, on. I mean, yeah, that's a good point, but like, still. <laughs> All right. So, I'm going to forget about Europe for a minute, right? Because that was a whole two weeks ago. Yeah, who cares? <laughs> NA. Everyone knows NA is the best region. Everybody. Yeah, so let, let's forget about Europe for a minute, right? I'm pulling up the HLTV article right now because it was a ridiculous ridiculous thing oh oh wait oh oh no oh we're gonna have much more to talk about in a moment <laughs> oh about oh is there a new hltv article there's new hltv articles about nitro um that's gonna be a thing all right there sure is we'll get to that we'll get to that so okay let's go to events where's 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 the ones that happened like last week can i can i please get more information uh, Dreamhack. Okay, basically, Dreamhack Showdown happened, and we're going to talk about NA because NA is way more fun than anything else. So, Dreamhack Showdown happened. Teams were CLG Red, obviously best team in the world for Women's Counter Strike. Hundred percent. I don't even think that there's like, I, I don't think there's a question there, right? Certainly a question. Okay, maybe there's a question, but like in reality, definitely best team in NA right now. Unfortunately, it's we're, we're a little upset about that one, but unfortunately, best team in A right now, right? Dig we'll get there. We'll get there. Dignitas female also there. Um, Able White, which is a new roster, if I remember correctly, yeah, with Bouchard, which uh, actually trialed with Dignitas um, to replace Artstar. Yo, shout out to my high school biology teacher, Mr. Bouchard. <laughs> so uh, Able White, uh, which had a decently good roster, Dangerous Game, which had a sneakily really really good roster. I don't know if you watched the game of I think it was Dig Fee against Dangerous Game, but that was ridiculous. I may have seen it. I can't right. recall. Regardless, um, silhouette, which we're gonna throw out the window for right now, and that's what she said, which was just a bunch of old people—not old people, but like old Counter Strike players that wanted to come back and play, right? So you had Miss Harvey leading that team, right? And oh and my god, Miss Harvey had some just, absolutely absurd plays she just, over, she needs over to this come, tournament. She just needs to come back immediately. She but really like, does. Let, let's scrap all the teams that are not CLG Red and Dignitas, right? Yes. The level of play that we saw between the two. Now, this is this is a rivalry that's happened for years upon years upon years, right? Mm -hmm. The level of competitive the level of competition between the two was ridiculous yeah i remember you and i specifically during the finals were talking about how clg red versus dignitas is genuinely one of these most compelling rivalries in pro cs like it is it is up there with the 
with like astralis N- ninja's liquid. pajamas like, versus yeah. fanatic c9 liquid liquid astralis like it is up there it was heated it was int- there was so much um taunting that happened during it it was it's the sign of a great rivalry is when you can see the teams playing those mind games and not in the way that like fanatic plays mind games with just being absolutely ridiculous at all times but like those those intense clutches with the bm sprays yeah mm-hmm. ooh ooh yeah so but let's let's go over this really quickly so uh, obviously dig and clg both won 2-0 in their first in the upper semis right they they got a buy in the opening round um then we had upper finals which was dig and clg which dig lost 2-0 and it was not a great showing um art star didn't really wasn't really there at all right now we 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 come to expect a lot out of art star never mind i'm so sorry i was thinking of the wrong final art star was totally there none of her teammates were <laughs> emily wasn't there she she put a negative 13 on the plus minus right over both maps totaling 30 kills over train and nuke now we come to expect a lot more out of emily because she's the igl She's the opper, and she's the one that hits shots all the flipping time, right? And CLG Red had one player that was under, but it was under by minus two, and Diane was a net zero, but that's okay out of an op IGL player, right? Like, that's something we understand. Absolutely. But regardless, right? So, they... (sighs) Nuke was 16-13 CLG, CLG's pick, at... Uh, 1614 digs pick and train was 1613 clg's pick right so they were both close games and we saw really quickly right that be during those games that you could see that clg was a better team but dig was winning a lot of rounds and there were definitely a lot of rounds there that dig could have won and it could have been a 2-1 score line over that whole thing to that because that is a very recurring story when we get to the finals right yeah so dig loses right goes to the lower bracket goes to the consolation final right that that third that second place against third places he was playing in the grand finals they destroy able white 2-0 right let, let like scores were 16 to 3 and 16 to 2 it was it was rough <laughs> right but able white had a good tournament they beat the the miss harvey led that's what she said by a lot they 2-1 them right in the lower finals they beat uh silhouette they beat uh, they beat dangerous game they beat everyone except for those top two teams right the, the thing about it is is dig and clg are just so it's miles so ahead of far above the competition yeah it's it's miles ahead of everybody like by far right so we get to the finals which was dig versus clg red and oh my what a finals oh it was so much the first map was train which we knew that we we knew train was going to come in right mm-hmm. train 100 percent was coming in because clg red likes to pick train dig pick train first <laughs> dig dig went through they figured out what was going wrong in the day between the lower final in, in between the, the that semi-final that they played against clg red they went back they figured out what was wrong they played train against able white that morning they figured it out and they immediately went for that that pick they lost that pick 16 to 13, which is the same score line as previously. The exact same score line. But the pick was switched, right? 
But then CLG Red picked Mirage. Which, a weird... Weird, weird pick for that team. Like, they picked Mirage in the semis. And I think nowhere else. Yeah, I'm not seeing the other... It was a weird. It was a weird yeah, pick, right? It was. They may have picked it in groups, but you know, Mirage is Mirage is out is, there for this because most yeah. of the games come down to train nuke Inferno, train nuke Inferno. Yeah, yeah. It's all those really technical maps. It's not like you're you're not going to see a Dust Two, right? No, you're not going no. to see a map that you need a lot of like pure aim, right? Like as as we've always said, right? Dust Two is a very puggy map, right? You're going to walk onto it, you're going to take a bunch of aim duels, and you're going to hope to hell you win, or you're going to know you're going to win, right? Yeah, there's Trains there's really like one that. there's one way to play dust as opposed to like oh god train, <laughs> train where there's a trillion ways to play train right yeah and so, one call out train red train blue train green train yellow train yeah so sealed your red one train great fine that was understandable figure to begin with right then dig came back in one mirage which made that interesting right yes so. Artstar did great on that map. Artstar had the highest rating by far with 1.55, Emily with 1.4. Emmy is the first person you see on CLG Red, that, but at a 1.22. When you have two players that's a 1.4 and a 1.55, you can't stop that, especially if it's on, like, it's not even their map pick. Mirage, as, as a map for this tournament, let's not forget, was the biggest margin between these two teams. Oh yeah, like six, 16 to nine when all of the other maps are like 16, 13, 16, 14. Then we get to the like, final. Map. It was it was a bodying. <laughs> now spe speaking <laughs> about a bodying. This final. Oh map. nuke. CLG Red starts in the CT side. Now, if you don't know, which you should definitely know, nuke is an extremely CT sided map. Now, extremely in Counter Strike means 60 40, right? I'm not, I'm not saying it used to be like 80%, but now it's just not. It's getting, it's getting more in the, what it's I getting more, the towards more mainstream the, scene. It's getting um, more towards the middle, but it's not there yes, yet. Not quite. Right. But so first half, CLG Red goes up 12 to 3. Just like absolute bodying. Exactly. There was no you didn't see it right you didn't see it in dig dig didn't win the first round until what is that round 10 yeah and even when they were winning rounds it didn't feel like they were getting momentum it felt like they were Could, getting lucky yeah and i believe i'm like i milk didn't have a single kill Mil yeah milk did not do well like it, it was just not a good map but but now here's here's the important part right yeah, Milk didn't have a kill the entire first half. Top, it was... top of the team was Thea, who was going 17 and 13, and that was because she was left in a lot of 1vxs, right? And she was doing she damage. Was, she was playing her ass she off. Was... I believe she... I think she dropped 30 in regulation. She might Spoiler, this went to overtime. This was a game, right? Okay. So, Thea, by the way, in the first half, that half that they lost 12-3, her ADR was 106.2. Nobody on the team broke 46. Which just shows, like, the absolute hard carry there, right? Of those three rounds, that was because of Thea. That was... Right? But... You continue through this, right? 
CLG Red wins the pistol. They win the round after the pistol. It is 14 to 3. And then Dig goes off. They win five rounds in a row, right? So they win that first gun round. They win that first gun round. They continue to pull wins together. CLG Red wins another round, right? On that, uh, I want to say... By the way, absolutely nutty clutch that just shouldn't have happened. Yeah, there were so many rounds there that CLG Red had the opportunity to win, and they didn't. They they couldn't pull their stuff together. They couldn't get that round, right? 15 to 8 after 22 rounds. Dig pulls it right out from under CLG. Seven rounds in a row to bring it to 15-15 OT. It was, it was a sight to see. It was... Yeah. Milk absolutely brought it back. She had one of the best halves that I've seen in recent times. Yeah. Especially considering she was zero kills in the first half. Straight zero. Yeah. Like, basically, if she was a bot, she would have been more useful. But the second half she had was absolutely remarkable. She was winning absolutely every situation that she needed to. Her positioning was excellent. It was just, oh, my God. What what a half. What you, a half. So, do you want... So, T-side, 0 and 13. Her CT side was 15 and 10 with 92 ADR. She, just, she she became alive, which is what it was, and so did Artstar. Artstar was also really, like, not super far down. She was 5 and 13 in the first half, but she brought it back, right? And so did Rain, right? All of these players that we expect to be fragging, right? You expect to see Milk fragging. You expect to see Thea fragging. You expect to see Emily fragging, right? They were all up there, right? I, I count Artstar out a little bit because Artstar is not really on the team anymore. Which is a, a bit of the caveat for for this the CLG Red win. But yeah. the fact that CLG Red and Dig continue to fight punch to punch for, what was it, 36 rounds? It, right? It, it was... No, it was, it was 33 rounds. CLG Red won the first three rounds, the first four rounds in, um, in OT immediately. And yes. it looked and it looked like the CLG red you had seen all the way at the beginning of that game, right? Yeah, it looked at, it looked like the CLG red that you saw on CT side. They were playing on CT side, but it looked like the one that you were seeing there. Yeah, they really just as soon as they hit overtime, they were like, "All right, we need to stop messing around." And they just they just shut they everything sh- completely down. shut dig down. Just t- mad aggression into ramp, just hitting every shot. Yeah, overwhelming them. They they were not messing around anymore. So here comes the next question, right? This tournament happened, and I'm so grateful it happened. By the way, the desk was fantastic during this. You had Frankie there for the the entire thing for both Europe and NA. Uh, NA had Vilga on it as well as Veerless. You had Potter casting games with Harry. Moses was play, uh, casting with Bleh. It was a it was a very good desk. Um, a good set of commentators. It was a very good set of commentators. But here's the, here's the number one question that comes out of this tournament. This tournament happens every year. Why hasn't a player from either CLG Red or Dignitas been picked up into one of these Tier 2 NA teams, right? So we're when we say Tier 2 NA, we're not talking Gen G, right? We're not talking EG, and we're not talking Team Liquid, right? Those three teams that are all the way at the top. And I'm not talking about like Brazilian teams like Fury or MIVR. I'm talking like 
envy or triumph or chaos, right? Yeah. Those teams that are like, they've got good talent, but they need some leadership, right? Or they, they need something to keep going. Yeah. Um, speaking of things that are like one tweak away from being great, Cloud9. I forgot about Cloud9, I'm going to be honest. Because Cloud9 Exactly. Just... <laughs> yeah. But, like, he, here's... That's, that's the issue, right? You've got all of these fantastic players, right? And I truly do mean fantastic. I think Emily and Diane could walk onto a team immediately and make a huge difference. 100%. Right? I think... I think right now, if you took Triumph, right, who now has a spot open, which we'll get to in a minute, right? now is a spot open with grim and you put a rifler like milk or thea on it great i think they would do better it, it's like i i legitimately think that basically every player on those teams except for possibly goose breeder and i'm not convinced on that one but i could be i could be changed to be convinced would make a huge difference what we we still love her though yeah but would make a huge difference on every single tier 2 na team 100 percent. 100 percent. imagine Maybe not Emily to Cloud9 because OC is already OC's already absolutely fantastic. nutty. Yes. No disrespect to him. Yes, but, um, but floppy, right? Yeah. Floppy's maybe take, take floppy floppy's out for a rifler for yeah. a rifler like milk. Yeah. And like she can do some damage, mm -hmm. especially because the playstyle in women's CS is distinctly different at the moment from what it is in, in men's CS. CS. Yeah. So if you if you insert that difference of pace and the strategies, you can do some damage. The reason Astralis is such a good team is because they changed the game. They said, I don't fucking care that Elysia's literally an aimbot. I'm going to put a smoke in front of him, and then he can't do anything. Which is the whole reason behind them picking up Stewie, right? They literally had to Absolutely. deal with smokes. But, but you have... You, Astralis changed the game by throwing nades, right? They they started throwing HEs down banana, right? They started they started bombing pit, right? Which was actually a very liquid tactic. But they started bombing mm -hmm. pit with those nades, right? Women's CS has all of those things that is still from there, right? And they've continued to innovate separately. So you've got these teams that they basically have their own meta. And you switch them into the current other Counter-Strike meta, and they can do wonders. I know what the solution to not getting nade nuked on top of Silo is. Don't go Silo. I mean, I think I saw. I think <laughs> I, I saw once. <laughs> I think I, yeah, in that whole match, it's like they used Silo as an off angle. Yeah, which is how that's, it bri that's brilliant. You don't need to put somebody Silo. Silo is such an open position, right? On top of that silo, that is the most open position. And if you don't hit your shot immediately, you're done. If you get double peaked, if somebody from garage is looking up there and you got somebody next to that blue container, right? Or behind the blue container outside garage, you can have three eyes on you immediately and you can just get out shot. Even if you have an op and they all have AKs. It's, it's really, I think, I think putting one of these women, like you said, onto a second tier NA team could really change up the meta and not only that they could absolutely prove themselves and be on a liquid be on a furia not furia they, they speak Brazilian. not well yeah <laughs> speak portuguese you're right you're right <laughs> all right um but yeah 
that's enough on that. Let's 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 change gears for a moment, right? We got we got some news last night. <laughs> now both of us are very big Liquid fans, right? I'd say one hundred percent. Right. Ever since I was a Cloud Nine fan, I've been a Liquid <laughs> fan. <laughs> so you're just a Stewie fan. That's what you're telling me here. Pretty much. <laughs> so we've been hearing little little tidbits coming in. That's like, well, you know, Liquid's looking to change things up. They haven't been doing well in the online era, right? They weren't doing well and super well in tournaments before either. And you just kind of go, well, it doesn't really matter if they're doing well or not. This is online. You're playing against the same four teams. You're playing against 100 Thieves. You're playing against EG. You're playing against uh, Gen.G. You're playing against Fury. You're playing against MMR. You're playing up against the, like the same six teams, right? Cloud9, theoretically. Theoretically. <laughs> you're, play you're playing against these the same six teams, right? But Liquid made a move. And Liquid made a move on a player who has been with Team Liquid for 1,989 days. Right? 1,989 divided by 365, right? Has been on that team. It's 265. I know how to do math. That's been on that team for over five years. Yeah, that's longer than that that VP roster that was on that that had that team that the Golden Five right that Pasha Snacks Ali wow. right yep that team was together for five years and that was a decade in Counter Strike good all right that was that was a decade right not not an actual decade but that was forever in Counter Strike terms right. But Liquid's off. But Nitro's off the team. We're bringing in the Dren. So, right before we recorded this, new things came out on HLTV. So, I'm gonna I'm gonna read them out loud quickly, and we're gonna talk about this. In a more stream this morning, a Dren who I think would have been a better roster change than switching Nitro out. We'll say it now. Says that Nitro is stepping down to make room for Grim off of Triumph. Okay. Um, Grim is going to get most of the spots that he's already playing, basically occupying the same role he was on the previous team. Okay. And the team has not clocked any practice hours with Grim yet. Okay. So um, apparently, in answer to who would use the op, which is the most important question this year, right? Because we know that Stewie had already taken over IGO Rose for the past month or so, right? Um, it's, it's a whole thing in itself that yeah that's a that's a whole thing in itself but stewie had already taken igl roles over for a while so we've got so stewie's doing that so the question is who's using the op because nitro was the main opper regardless of whether stewie picked up the op or naf picked up the op nitro was the main opper and it says that right now it is going to be continued to be alternated between stewie and naf grim is not going to touch the op so that's a thing which is okay then steve arneset which is the co-ceo of liquid confirmed today on twitter that says that we will be making changes to the roster this was posted 10 minutes ago 20 minutes ago something like that liquid has had nitro on their books since january 2015 Let's just let's take a second and realize 
the players that Nitro has played with on Liquid. He played with NAF, and then he NAF played with... left and got, went to about four other teams and came I mean, back. Obviously, he played with the Super Team himself, Elise, Twists, NAF, and Stewie. He's played with Taco. He's played with Simple. He's played with Hiko. Pretty much any he played with NAF tier. again. He played with NAF <laughs> twice on two different squads. Yeah. Well, he's played with Adren. Yeah, he's played with Adren and first been one, coached by The first by one Adren. to hit the ground is Adren. He's played with and been coached by Adren, right? Uh, hold up. I, I'm, I'm pulling up exactly who he's played with. North America. Where is Team Liquid? Here but, like, the, the talent that this man has played with, like, the things that he's, he's seen. Stanislaw. Stan? GDM. Yep. Steel. Taco. He was coached by Zeus. Hiko. Pimp. Uh, Simple. Kusta. Adren. Coached by Peacemaker. Um, Yoka Steve was a coach for a little while. He still runs the team. Um, Daps. Flowsick. Fugly. He played with Alu for like 20 minutes. <laughs> and by 20 minutes, I legitimately mean December 15th, 2015, they announced they're trialing Alu, and then the 23rd, they said they're not going to do Alu. <laughs> so for like literally a week, Alu. Right? Which you've got this huge list of players, right? Yeah. Which is ridiculous. And Here's I love my question. Is, is Nitro the new nothing? I don't think so. What do you... Okay, actually, explain yourself on what you mean by that. Then... It's like having all of this ridiculous experience in game. Like, he's played with everyone in the NA scene. You know who he hasn't played with? He hasn't played with Automatic. Is he really not? No, because no, Automatic was always he's played with a Ska. guy. He played with Ska on uh, I by Power. Yeah, he did. I forgot he was on IBP. Yeah, he was on that team right after, you know, the thing happened. Nutty. Has he has he played with nothing? That's a good question. I don't think he had nothing was also a C9 guy. Besides like nothing and Shroud, which were a little before like they were kind of the old guard as he was coming in. Yeah, I'm But uh... he's played with in modern NACS, he's played with pretty much everyone and a lot of the greats. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But like the man's for for all the shit that we give him, like in our Discord, man's good. I mean Man's great. The North American squad that turned into Liquid was Napfly, Daps, um, Adren, Nitro, and Fugly. And he's play, he's played with Shazam. Jesus. You know. Before Shiz before Nitro was an opera, he was he was the most reluctant opera known to humankind. <laughs> Which was such uh. a weird thing. But here's another question. Here's the next question. Nitro's like what, 24? Right? Nitro's not that old. Especially in C CS years when you have Forrest who's 32 and still playing, right? Nitro's 24. Where's Nitro going? This is so you you and I both we have our, our we, own opinion we think, of it we think he's, we going, know. he's going to envy. Alright, right. so let's let's talk let's talk places he's not going. He's not going to EG. 
He's not going to EG. He's not going to Furia. He's not going to Furia. He's not going to MIBR. They don't want him to do any more multilingual. That 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 worked out poorly for them with Stewie and Tarek. They're not doing that again. So who's left? Hundred Thieves. They're not going to break that up anymore, unless he becomes a, unless he becomes a coach. Which I don't. I don't think. He I don't will. think, I he, think will. he wants to keep playing. I agree. Ren he won't go to Renegades because Renegades right now are actually based in Australia. That's right. That's right. Because hundred hundred Thieves is in LA right now, but like Renegades is actually based in Australia. Um. So what are we left with? Gen G. Who I'm, I'm not convinced is going to make a roster move. Okay, no, let me phrase. I'm so. strongly convinced that they're not going to make a roster move. They are currently 14th in the rankings, and if they do, you know who it's going to be? It's going to be Daps again. Yeah, you're right. Because <laughs> Daps gets shafted out of every team he's ever on. But I'm not convinced that he's going. Right? I he's don't... going. To, he's going to hundred thieves, but he's going to play Valorant. The Hiko reunion. They already have that team together. You saw that yeah, Brax, yeah. Brax and Hiko both said, come to Valorant. <laughs> I did see that. Oh, God. Brax is a king. I love him. Right. So, I think that the realistically, he could go to Cloud9. Right? Cloud9's been thinking about making a move for a little while. They're sitting at 23 in the ranking. I think that one good move could bring them up, right? Yeah, I think, I think Sonic, Nitro, Sonic Nitro is a would great... Yeah, Nitro is a great choice for C9 for the same reason it's a great choice for Envy. I think it it's a better choice on Envy because C9's always going to be C9, and yeah. they have the resources to pick I mean, up. So does Envy. You forget yes. you forget that Envy, outside of Counter Strike, they own the Dallas Fuel that that Overwatch team, right? They have a I believe they have a spot in LCS, not under their own name but under some branded name, right? They have the Dallas Empire, which is their Call of Duty League team, right? Envy is still one of the biggest players in all of esports to begin with. Specifically Counter-Strike? Yeah. I think this is a much more critical pickup for Envy than I, it is for C9. I agree. Especially since, let's not forget, C9 was bodying Liquid in the online era. Yeah. Yep. Like, yep. they are, for all their flaws, and... There are many. C9, <laughs> C9's always going to be C9. Um, they're they're good. They're they're very good. When when they get rolling, they are such a strong team. And yep. I think they can afford to keep their current roster and wait for someone that will bring them a place where Nitro won't bring them. Yeah. I, I I agree with that. Yeah. So here's here's the thing. Mihu is safe in Envy. Nifty is safe in Envy. Because Hashra has given the keys to Nifty. There's yes. absolutely none. Calyx is safe in Envy. Just for a ton of reasons. But Hash Calyx is safe in Envy. Ryan isn't safe. Moose isn't safe. Who are you going to replace him with? You can replace Moose with Nitro? I mean, yes. But like... Really? And Nitro's <laughs> not... He's not going to op no. on Envy. Well, and here's the thing. Here's the thing about Nitro, right? He was... He, so, you and I just watched another podcast, right? Yes. Right. So, Thorin said something very interesting, which was... 
every single person on Liquid has come into that team, one player, and they've changed rules about seven times. Yes, right? absolutely. Which like, we've discussed is the weakness of Liquid, is that there are no rules. It's right. their biggest strength and their biggest weakness. Right, so think of Twist, right? Twist came in as this ridiculous aimer, this entry fragger, who's going to come in and just entry frag everybody. He plays a Lurk now. How can you go from one thing to the complete opposite on any team that's not named Liquid? Right? So Nitro started offing. Nitro started IGLing. What if he just went back to being a rifler? Just That's the best choice. Because when I think of Nitro, I don't think of an opper in the same way of like, you think I mean, of Kenny S. Hold, I mean, Overpass A-Site would like to have a few words with you, but yes. <laughs> well, yes, but also Fallen would like to have a few words with Overpass A-Site. <laughs> not disagreeing there. Um, but, like, if you think of Nitro and you think of Kenny S, like, Kenny S is an opper. Right, yeah, Nitro, yeah. Use, Nitro uses the op. Yeah, like, Device is an opper. Nitro yeah. uses the op. Uh, it's the same with, um... Ah, shit. It's the same with Forrest, right? Forrest isn't an opper. He uses the op. He's very good with the op. He's not an opper. I've had right. this discussion so many times about skill versus consistency and why they're different and why they both matter. Yeah. All right. Let's let's move on to the next topic, which is the same topic, which is the nifty corner. Because yes. <sighs> Jesus Christ, what's going on? With the that? the single greatest player in American Counter Strike today, Mister Nifty. Strong slash S on that, but yes, one hundred percent. But he is very very good. Yeah, I mean, so okay. He's obviously had some some things behind yes. the scenes that we don't super know about, but that's fine, right? But the man looked unstoppable on Renegades, and then oh, Hash, yeah. Hashtro gave him the keys to Envy, and he screwed everything up so far. <laughs> right, Sam it's... was on that team, and I was really excited to see Sam on the team. It was Moose, Ryan, Sam, Nifty. And one other NA player, and I can't remember who it was. Um, I can find out, but it doesn't really matter, right? Um, but it's uh, it's so saddening that this is like it was Android, Android. That's who it was. No, I'm sorry, it was JDM at the beginning. That's right. You had JDM on this team, and Nit and Nifty didn't even need to use an op. Now Nifty is an op, or like going back to that quick discussion from before nifty is an opper right you see every single one of those those highlights from inferno which are ridiculous you see the the four wall bang feed on cash on b say right what if nifty just stick to using the op and didn't igl i think that would be good i think i think that would be good too and you know you who's a shouldn't great, be you know who's a great person to bring in that has igling experience and doesn't want to use the op anymore his name is nick canella <laughs> i'd like to say my my fists are on my hips and like a superman i'm very kind of uh, i'm telling you this even though you already very well know this <laughs> sentence that was a sense i'm glad we got that out of you but yes <laughs> yeah. um nitro to envy like we were saying it would take the pressure off of nifty 
to have to do so many things at once. Yeah. I, I think it's I think it's such a critical mistake to have your opera be your IGL. Now, there are some places where that works. Yes. Obviously in MIBR that works. Yes. I I don't know what kind of drugs Fallen is on, but he's on something and he's able to do it. Right? Liquid was obviously Next. able to do it dot, for a while. Dot net. Right? Liquid was obviously able to do it for a little while. Yes. But think about the but biggest you... teams in the world, right? If I go to HLTV rankings right now, right? And we'll include Astralis as the number one team in the world. What? No. No. We go we go to we go to the top teams in the world, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, is still big is it still big currently. It, it is big, which I don't even know who the IGL. Yeah, we'll we'll, is, we'll get into, we'll, we'll get into that in a bit. We'll pretend big doesn't exist for right now, right? Say Astralis is number one team in the world, right? <laughs> yeah. Device isn't their IGL. Vitality. No. Zywoo's not their IGL. EG. Cirque's not their IGL. Navi, imagine if Simple was their IGL. Oh, God. <laughs> God, I don't. Th- they'd be even more overrated than they are now. G2. Kenny isn't their IGL. FaZe. I think Brokey's their opera now. <laughs> we'll get into, again, another thing we'll get into in a minute. Uh, but FaZe Bro- is But Brokey's not their IGL. But uh, that one with, has a little asterisk next to it because Nico is their IGL, and there's many questions there. Fnatic. JW isn't their IGL. I say it with a strong question mark because Fnatic doesn't really have an opera. Liquid is we, we're, we've talked about that. Furia Henny isn't their IGL. Must have an opera or an IGL. <laughs> Complexity, but uh, who is it? Poison isn't their IGL. Right, like you go through these top twenty teams, right? And the first team you see that is in the top thirty, right, that has an opera and an IGL on the same as, as the same person is MIBR. And then the and that's second, because Fallen is literally fallen. smoking crack mid-game. <laughs> yep. And then the team after that is 100 Thieves, which is an interesting one because JKS is that secondary op, and he ops a lot on that team. Yeah. It's not he's not primary op, but he ops he ops a lot. But recently he hasn't been calling. It's been Azur. Right. And you go through these teams, right? Alu, he doesn't op. Uh, who who ops on Mad Lions? I think it's Bubsky. Bubsky doesn't op. Heroic Heroic is a team that falls under this though. Kadian does op. And Kadian is the IGL. But Kadian has the same thing as Fallen. The man's been cracked. When you think of the all-time great IGLs, like you've got Glaive and Kerrigan are two great examples. Right. For yeah. two different reasons. Because Glaive include existence in there. Yeah, existence as well. But like you look at Glaive. And it is a miracle that his aim is so good with the kinds of strats he's calling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, he is he is a one-of-a-kind player. Mm-hmm. Like, that is truly a miracle. And then you look at the opposite of Kerrigan, and his strats are so next level, or they were in his peak, that it didn't he didn't matter need, what his aim was. He didn't, yeah, his score didn't matter because he was winning the games by saying, hey, he could go win. He literally could have been silver one. And still been a yeah, good it, pro player. It wouldn't have mattered. Like, he hit... When he gets kills, it's a bonus. Because he didn't need to because he knew how his team worked and how to position them which to is, be advantageous. Which is why Which is what sport, an IGL is meant to do. Which is why that mouse sports team is so interesting. Yeah. By the way, 
aside, quick aside. What nationality is Kerrigan? European. <laughs> it's not a nationality. <laughs> CS. What nationality, what country is Kerrigan from? Phase land. He's Danish. He's Danish? Are you kidding me? Do you know what that I means? Would... Uh, that he can be on the CS Olympics team that we're talking about? He could be... We need to... <laughs> he could be on Go back Astralis. and re-edit the teams. He could be on Astralis. Oh, God. Could you imagine? Oh, wait. He did play with them. Hold up. Did wait, he? Wait, wait. Yeah, yeah. Him, Device, Cajun... Dupree and somebody else will we'll find that team. That was a team. Astralis is getting close that to having... That was the TSM. That was TSM. Oh, yeah. Astralis is getting close to having as many players as Cloud9 has over the years. <laughs> now that they're about to sign, what, their 50th player? Yeah. It was Dupree, Zip, Device, Cajun, and Kerrigan. Jesus. I knew that somewhere in my head. All right. We move on. Speaking of Eastern European teams. There's so many questions here. So th this is just called Young Bees, right? Because there's yep. three there's three players in Counter-Strike who are currently ridiculous and cracked and need to, to be, like, just elevated a little bit. And they all started with a B. Except for when I pick them in fantasy. Except <laughs> for when you pick them in fantasy. Because I will always win. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> Let's start with Brolin. The last time we watched Brolin was like a month ago, first of all. It's been, it's been a minute since we've seen... Since we've seen this teams, right? They're yeah. coming back next week. But we saw we saw Brolin at Blast. And JW had zero kills. And Brolin had 43. Like... Brad. The man is, is ridiculous. Right? And he's like... He's 18 right now. He's like... It's ridiculous. He's absolutely cracked. Right? But he's not the player I really want to talk about. Brokey. Also not the player I really want to talk about. But I want to talk about FaZe. Right? Because FaZe has done something interesting. Phase about two or three years ago when they brought this lineup of Nico, Rain, Nico, Rain, Olaf, Guardian, and Carrigan together, right? They went and said, you know what? We're going to take all of these extremely established players and put them together and hope to how it works. Almost did. And it almost did. If it wasn't for those meddling Americans. Um, <laughs> cool. It's truly a miracle, right? But now you've seen that three of those five people that are originally on that lineup are gone, right? Carrigan's gone to make his own project on Mouse Sports, which has been great and thoroughly enjoyed watching because Chris J is amazing, right? You've seen Olaf. Now, this is the second time he's on bench for injury. You've seen... Well, he was terrible and no one likes him. You've seen... Yeah, you've seen Guardian not... He's gone, Guardian went to Navi, and then Navi said we didn't want him. 
So he's just kind of free agent right now. What? We already covered. Rain is still there. Rain is still there. Nico is still there. They picked up Cold Zero, who's another one of those like veteran talent kind of people, right? Which, God, I always forget he's on phase. These are the team we just love to hate. Oh, yeah. But so, but they picked up Brokey, which was totally against this strategy of get a bunch of old people who are really good at Counter-Strike and put them together. Right? So you first get Brokey, and he worked really well on the team, and you were very confused. Because why would this work? And then when Olaf went out, they got Bemis. And you first went, who the hell is Bemis? Because why would you know? And then, you ready for some interesting Counter-Strike history here? Yeah, always. Bemis is Latvian. Really? Yep. Which I knew, right? Which, like, sure, whatever. He's Latvian. I'm sorry, he's Lithuanian. That's my bad. Lithuanian. Do you know what his last team that he was on was named? No. Lithuania. I love him, <laughs> and he's my new favorite. <laughs> so he played for Lithuania, who did fine in some Lithuanian Cups, but what he was really doing was he was grinding an FPL, and Nico saw him and went, I want him. And so Nico got him. Nico is crazy. Nico is insane, but is the Bemis experiment over? That's that's the question we're at now, right? Bemis played really well for a little while, but then he hasn't played very well recently. And FaZe has such a high turnover rate because you have to deliver. You don't have a chance to not deliver in that team. With an org like FaZe, it's tough because you are so dispensable. Yeah. I mean, you saw how well Gar how quickly Guardian left. Guardian was on that team for a year and a half, opping great, and then had a bad stretch of three months, and he was gone. He was off to Navi. Which was weird roster move, but whatever. But Bemis, right? Right now, his rating is a .95. He, he rates in the bottom 25% of basically all pro players. <laughs> Say that again? He has, we have no reason to think that he would have been doing anything otherwise. Yeah. Which is the weird part, because they literally picked this 16-year-old off of an FPL server and were like, you're going to play in the next major. Yeah, you're, you're, you're going to be the new phase member. This is not a major. This is FPL. <laughs> and just, like, it's such a weird, weird pickup. Right? And he was doing well for a while. And here's what I want to happen. Right? There are plenty of teams that are in need of a roster move. 100% there's plenty of them. Like, I can't name any off the top of my head, and HLTV decided to stop working for a minute. But, like... There's so many teams that are in need of a roster move. OG is in need of a roster move, right? Yeah. 
uh, heroic could be a Nidoras move. Spirit could be a Nidoras move. Mad Lions had Lecro declined their offer, <laughs> so they're in need of a roster oh. move. <laughs> and this is constantly in need of a roster move, right? Because <laughs> Navi at this point might be within a need of a roster move. So you've got you Navi. Have... Navi is uh, in an interesting spot. So I believe that Bemis will be good. And I have zero reason to believe that he won't be a good player somewhere, right? But I think the answer from what is... We've, from what we've seen, he's got so much potential and he can be so explosive in matches where he is. But that's the problem. It's, it's on or off. There's and no like, in-between. Albeit, you are playing on a team with Rain and Nico and Cold Zera. And Berkey. So, like... <laughs> And Brokey's there too. Um, <laughs> so, like, you're 16 years old. Like you, you the can... fact that he's ever outfragged them is remarkable. Yeah. And that's what I think Faze sees is they know that, like, if they let Nico mold this child, which I can't believe is a sentence I just said, but if they do that, he could end up being the next Nico. He he has shown flashes. Well, actually, he doesn't because his assists are pretty lackluster. Um, but he's shown flashes of brilliance. Yeah. And like when you are on a team with three literal, Zero. like three literal aim gods with another one on reserve, three literal hall of famers. Absolutely. If there, I don't know if there is a CS:GO there, hall of fame, but there should be sports hall of fame. Yeah. All. All four of those guys deserve to be in it. Okay. Here's a question. Completely unrelated. At least one person from DreamHack Showdown that played on a team that got hit out very quickly has been inducted into the Esports Hall of Fame. Who is it? Oh, God, you're going to put me on the spot. That got knocked out very quickly? And her name isn't actually on the team. If you go and look at the DreamHack Showdown teams, she stood in for one match. Oh god, I think I watched it, but I'm. Yeah, no, I'm not gonna be able to get this one. Sapphire. Sapphire played at DreamHack Showdown. One map, I think. Really? I believe I must she have missed one that map. one. She definitely observed it. <laughs> she definitely did observing later, but I believe she put. She definitely, she definitely was in Europe on uh, on the desk. Which was a great oh, yeah. time. Anytime we get Sapphire at the desk is a great match. You know, that was her first time on the desk. She's been she's been observing for what seems like forever at this point. Yep, she, deserves, that was a... she deserves to be at the desk. Alright. Topic change. Yes. Welcome to Coronavirus. <laughs> Hello, nice to meet you. CS has been in the online era. We're coming back from player break. People are people are getting burned out. They're ready for land to be back. We yeah. just watched Flashpoint with Nifty, and he looks so ready to be he, back for land. He had he had some words. So here's here's the question, right? We know Astralis is so okay. Let's talk about what's sustainable in the rankings because of online and what's unsustainable. Let's start with what's unsustainable, right? G two is unsustainable. 
And that's for a couple of reasons. Kenny is French. Amanek yes. is French. Yes. Hunter is Bosnian. Okay. And Nexa is Serbian. All right. And then you have Jax. Now, Amanek and Kenny S have been around the Counter-Strike scene for long enough that it's understandable, and they know enough English to be able to communicate. Jax literally knows no English. Yeah. How is this team ranked number five? <laughs> I believe that they can... really good. I believe that they can get better. I believe they can be the number one team again. Do I believe that's going to happen during the online era? No. No. I, I Honestly, as far as the online era goes, until somebody fucking deals with North, nothing's happening. Or not North, Big. I get their logos mixed up in my mind. North is, yeah, who cares? Well, but until someone deals with Big, nothing, nothing's moving. But yeah, man, I, I don't know. What, like, the whole thing with G2 right now is we've seen their potential to be number one but it's just like you said that that little bit of language barrier and the switch to online with the mix of how good big has been that's really really dragging them down and i'm not sure what they are going to be able to do to bring themselves back up yeah so okay what else is unsustainable here eg being a number three the world is unsustainable yeah that's just, just i don't know how that happened EG's a great i really team. i have no they issues are great team. but like but they're what? not number three in the world no they're not it's only because they've been playing liquid cloud 900 thieves and gen g for the last month that's it yeah they're not Go there Tarek. Tarek wins Tarek wins but yeah they're not there what else is unsustainable liquid being number nine now, short term, that is very, uh, number eight. That short term, that is very sustainable. I believe they'll stay down there for right now, because they have to now put an entirely new player into a lineup that has been the same for ever. Yeah. But they, that. So, but here, here's the question: What is sustainable? Right. Complexity is sustainable. Yeah. Complexity is going to go higher. We saw the team beat out Vitality, Navi, G2, and Fnatic at Blast Pro Series. The team couldn't be stopped. Right now, they, they lost some stuff before that, right? But when Jason Lake said, well, I'm going to build a juggernaut, I, you can't argue at this point. The team on land won in January in Blast Pro in London. And then they won again online era. So they won on land then, they won online. It's one of those things where it's like, I have no idea what the switch back to land is going to bring. Nope, no one does. Truly, you cannot predict it because at this point it's been online for so long in terms of Counter-Strike that like, Switching back to LAN is going to be just as hard as switching to online was. Yep. So, Astralis being at number 11 is not going to keep going. That There's no chance. See what the future holds for Astralis with Glaive being on Glaive, Glaive. And Zip both being on leave and then bringing Estag and Yugi in. 
it's it's a weird time but if they can get their stuff together they're going to be back at number one in the world i mean we're going to see because assuming glaive comes back maybe yeah but glaive is a match easily the most critical part of that team i'd argue that it's zip but i understand with glaive yeah it, they gotta get one or both of them back playing soon or they're they're gonna go down and fast yep all right here comes the incredible thought experiment that i have for this episode of bingo bango right the incredible thought experiment which is there are so many players that are currently not on a team that are benched what is the best team we can make all right, so easy first pick, Olaf. Easy. First Olaf's got to be. Olaf's got to be on the team. Right. Okay. I agree. I think the easy second pick is unfortunately Guardian. But yes, yes. I don't like Guardian, but it's got to be Guardian. It does. It's got to. Well, it's got to be simple, simple. But yeah. But unfortunately, he's not benched currently. I think the next player has to be Nitro. Yeah, honestly, like with with everything now, I don't think Nitro's a bad pick. When you and I did this experiment about a week or two ago, right? Nitro was not on the board. We were, we no. were scraping at that fifth person, right? Yeah. But now uh Here's the question is for for fun in this thought experiment we can only pick zip or glaive yeah so who do you who do you pick i think you pick zip and there's a reason behind that and what would that be the reason is lecro is still benched you know that's a good that is a good reason or instead of using lecro <laughs> You could go get some other aim god who's benched right now, or like you can go pick up Smooya or something like that, right? And not have an opera and not have a um an IGL and just do IGL by by committee with with Nitro and Olaf and Zip. Oh god. Liquid 2.0. No, but that wasn't IGL by committee. That was Nitro was IGL. This time you have Yeah, IGL. but when when your IGL call is Lurk. I mean yes. <laughs> Uh, so currently the bench only team is Olaf, Guardian, Nitro, Zipnix, and Lecro, which I think is a pretty I, strong team. It's now, a phase light. Now here's the next question. When is this team where would this team be? Um Where would this team be ranked? And also, we've forgotten a player. I'm going to replace Olaf with Kirby. Oh, Kirby is benched. Yeah, that's because that Olaf's is a good, good, but like Kirby. Yeah, and Olaf, Olaf's old too. He's he's been around the block a couple times. So an interesting thing, when we originally did this thought experiment, I have it pulled up right now. Our bench god team was Bubski. Because we thought Lecro was going over to Mad Lions. Zip. Then that happened. Zip, Glaive, Kirby, and Lecro. 
Interesting. This team so is considerably Guardian slipped in there somehow. Nitro slipped in there, which I stand by. Well, yeah. So, so that's that's this week's thought thought experiment is the, that bench only team. Which, so here's here, before we finish that, where where is that getting ranked? Considering we're in the online era, well, that is a, a... a consider it's the online era. B consider that there's a Swede, a Russian, an American, and two Dan uh, two Danes. I believe Guardian's Russian. Not he's Ukrainian, but still. Um, I think better than saying it, up or down of rank one hundred. He, they'd definitely be top 30. Let's just... I vote for this segment. Instead of ranking them, we just say better or worse than Cloud9. Okay. I'll agree with that. I think and better, honestly, but not by much. I think it's... I'm gonna go worse. I don't... I, I think the comms of this team... Just <laughs> trying to imagine Nitro and Guardian well, getting Guardian's, along, Guardian's period. already done an international team. Guardian it's had less, phase. It's less the international aspect and just... I can't imagine two more different players. <laughs> I mean, you actually have... What is that? Two, two full-time offers on that team? Yeah. <laughs> Like, just... Oh my god. Just hearing Liquid's comms... Which are the how, greatest how comms. Fast would it, how fast would it take Guardian to scream at Nitro for saying the same call-out four times? No. How long would it take for Guardian to scream at Nitro for making the shark dude dude when it's a 1v3 clutch? Oh, 100%. <laughs> because they've done that. <laughs> For this reason, worse than Cloud9. I still think better, but not by much. <laughs> Alright, let's look a little bit forward to the future. Yes. Right now, there's nothing going on. <laughs> yeah, no no Cologne on the horizon. No, correct? Cologne is on the horizon. Horizon. Current, Cologne is on the horizon. I thought it had been cancelled. Oh, no, it's just, on, it's just online. Correct, August 18th. But before that is DreamHack Open Summer, which we have a North American and a Europe one. Right, headliners in North America are the North American teams. I don't need to say anything more. It's the same teams that have been playing each other for the last year. Yep, both of them. All, to, all two of them. But Europe is going to be interesting. Because Europe is big. Complexity. Yes, it is. OG, Spirit Hero, Mad Lions, Fours, and Endpoint. Okay. Which is an interesting team. I have nothing more to say on that team, other than that it's an interesting team. Absolutely. And then, obviously, there's... Oh, Rio. But I don't even think... Who knows? Can... Who knows? Can't even talk about Rio. Re-online. Um, but that actually North American one, it's going to have a lot of teams now, because it's going to yeah. be EG, Liquid, Furia, Gen G, 100 Thieves. Cloud Nine. Not to mention new Liquid, yeah, with Grim. Yes, Cloud Nine. Which let's not Liquid fans remember they're gonna win the first game, and that does not mean that they're winning the major. <laughs> Cloud Nine, which is always hit or miss. Yes. Triumph with a stand-in, unless they sign someone in the next 
10 days. Which they, they could. They could definitely sign someone in the next 10 days. And the pug gods. Which, do you know about the pug gods? I do not. It's Android. Marky. Okay. Zelsis, who had that weird run on Cloud9 for five seconds with Flusha and Keo. Yeah, that was such a <laughs> Infinite, who played for Chaos for a while. And okay. Cooper. Oh. Oh. Which okay. is a weird team. <laughs> oh gosh. Yeah, we are we are in weird times for Counter Strike, man. We are in weird times. So that's it. That's yeah. the end of episode one. That was a whole like half of a page of document. God, we just, we sure did take our time. We we definitely did. That was an hour and ten minutes. I'm really proud it of sure us. It sure was. Really proud of us. Yeah, so tune in next Sometime. time <laughs> when there's when there's stuff to talk about. Um, my guess is right before uh, DreamHack will be next one. Yeah, quite quite likely for that. Okay. Goodbye, everybody. Thank you, folks. Have a good whatever. <laughs>